he's not wanting them to be holy now and then and when we when we also think about our own lives we we may we may uh, think of it that it is not possible to be holy in each and every conduct of our lives like we can be holy probably on sundays we can be holy in most of our conducts but how can we be holy in all our conducts but this is what is being asked when uh, peter is ad addressing them as they as they are waiting for the return of our lord and savior jesus christ and he's he's telling these not only in this episode but also he he's telling the same thing in the in the first episode uh, let's turn over to first peter chapter 1 i want to read a few verses over there uh, first first peter chapter 1 from verse 14 four, from verse 14 yes as obedient children do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance but as he who called you is holy you also be holy in all your conduct since it is written you shall be holy for i am holy so we clearly see the emphasis that peter is laying on for holiness uh, the verse uh, before that the verse 13 it says therefore preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of jesus christ so before before that he is again speaking about uh, the speaking about the grace to be revealed at the revelation of jesus christ which means the grace to be revealed uh, at the appearing of jesus christ or the coming of christ jesus and so because of that be obedient children and do not be confirmed to the passions of your former ignorance so, and because of that as you are waiting for the coming of the lord let your conduct let all your conduct be holy so that's what he is uh, emphasizing uh, over here in both of, we can see that in both of the both of the epistles and what he is saying why 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 should we be holy because uh, our father in heaven is holy we are always supposed to be like how our father in heaven is this is what uh, uh, lord jesus also said uh, i'll just quickly go over that verse it says uh, he says in uh, the sermon on the mount matthew chapter 5 and verse 48 so after giving the whole sermon on the mount starting with beatitudes and uh, uh, speaking about anger lust and uh, loving your enemies and all he concludes the whole sermon by saying you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect so peter is saying the same theme or the same thing what he heard from from his lord jesus that be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect there is no lesser standard being laid than this be holy as your be be holy for i am holy so we have to be holy like our father in heaven when when our lord jesus was here on earth all he ever wanted to do was fulfill the will of his father he didn't want anything to do of his own will he was completely in submission to the will of his father so that's what we are supposed to do we are to be completely in submission under the will of our lord and savior jesus christ so that's what we see as as uh, from from this verses that as we await the appearing of lord jesus we are to submit ourselves and be holy second thing is uh, mention is godliness so what is godliness so i can in in a very short way i can i can say that it consists of two things uh to not to do anything wrong or evil uh, which we can uh, know from the commandments that do not do 
don't steal or don't covet or don't uh, don't, don't murder, don't, don't do adultery. So we, we know all of these commandments and we know what is evil. So by not doing evil or by not doing any wrongs, we can live a godly life. But there is also another second very important aspect which we uh, very easily overlook, which is to doing good where it is owed to be done. So this is very, uh, very easily we overlook it. Uh, we know that this is, this is something good. We can do it, but still will probably neglect it or will probably overlook it. Okay, somebody else will do it. So this is also another very important thing that we can uh, apply in our lives. Not doing anything evil or wrong, but doing good where it is ought to be done. So this can consist of uh, living a godly life. And the third thing is uh, waiting and hastening for the coming of the day of the Lord. So by this, we can ask ourselves, so how much do we think about the day of the Lord? How much do we think about the appearing of the Lord? How much uh, time, how, how many times did we think about, uh, about uh, the coming of the Lord since last Tuesday? We can just ask it ourselves. Do we yearn for it? Do, do we really look forward to it? Uh, do I want it? We can ask it ourselves. Or are, am I just living my usual everyday life uh, according to my uh, way and uh, and, I, and, I, and and I just have it in my mind okay I'll, I'll see I'll see what what needs to be done I, I am saved so I know that I will go to heaven when Christ comes but I will live my life a, a, as it is going so how, how are we living so what is the main uh, outlook of our life as we are living this life here on earth and what our condition is we can ask this ourselves uh, Paul is uh, uh, reminding the Corinthians, I got one really nice verse in Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 19. If in Christ we hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. I think in some translation it says then you are most miserable. So if we are having the hope in Christ for this life only, if we are gotten so busy with this life only and if we are hoping in Christ for this life only then we are of all people most to be pitied or in other words we are the most miserable people so we can ask this questions ourselves and as we read in from verse it emphasizes the same theme like therefore beloved since you are waiting be diligent to be found without spot or blemish he is again speaking about holiness being without spot or being without uh, without any blemish. So what, what does it mean? It means to be pure, to be completely pure. By living a holy life, be completely pure. And how we should be? We should be diligent in doing that. As, as, as we saw in First Peter, have be holy in all your conduct. So that's what we see over here again. Be diligent in, be diligent to be found without any spot or blemish. Uh, one, one, one example comes to my mind. So what, uh, that, there's a story that when uh, a churchgoer asked a, a pastor, so what is the main difference between a believer and an unbeliever? Because both of them sins, unbeliever sins and believer also sins, right? So what is the main difference? So the pastor replied, so believers are like lambs and unbelievers are like pigs. The pig would, when, when the pig would fall into a, a mud the pig would just stay, uh, remain in the mud they would love to be in the mud 
but if a lamb falls into the mud it won't allow to be in the mud it would immediately try to crawl out of it and make itself pure so that is that from that we can see that what it means to be diligent without any spot or blemish and then he says uh, and at peace so by by this attitude or by this conduct will be at peace and this peace comes from uh, being completely dependent on our lord and savior jesus christ uh, we read we read about it in uh, philippians chapter 4 i think many of us would have it uh, by heart i can read quickly philippians chapter 4 verses 5 to 7 let your reason reasonableness be known to everyone the lord is at hand do not be anxious anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus so we here in verse 5 he also says that the lord is at hand the day of the lord is at hand the coming of the lord is at hand so do not be anxious but be dependent on him completely if you be dependent on him completely then you know that he is in charge of you and he will do everything best in his time he will never allow you to fail and he will never fail his word and this will help us to be at peace uh, moving forward he says and count the patience of our lord as salvation uh, so again the uh, again the emphasis is being laid watch uh, what he repeated in verse 9 what what does verse 9 of the same chapter says the lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness but is patient toward you not wishing that any should perish but that all should reach repentance so so he is again emphasizing that the patience of the lord is because he wants that as many as who is patient he should be that they to the realization uh lord jesus as his, as the lord and savior so that's why uh, that's why he's again emphasizing the same thing he's also telling them that engage yourself in the work of salvation of different souls don't be idle or don't be just satisfied for your own souls but be uh, but work or get engaged in the salvation of the other souls and moving on he says just as our beloved brother paul also wrote to you the wisdom given to him so uh, so this uh, two three verses speaks uh, peter speaks about uh, what what paul also wrote to the same churches about the coming of the day of the lord what he wrote uh, about about the return of the lord and how uh, many unstable or ignorant people uh, twisted all those which uh, which paul had written and because of it uh, because of it the uh, many were going astray and we also uh, studied in the previous chapters about the false teachers and the false prophets so he is again reminding them to be careful of them to not to get enticed by those uh, unstable or ignorant people who have twisted the scripture of paul and he uh, and by saying this uh, peter is emphasizing that uh, that the letters written by paul are scriptures itself so they are by the wisdom of this of the spirit of god so they are not just letters but they are scriptures itself 
how we can know uh, because he says that whoever twist it they twist it to their own destruction as they do the other scriptures verse verse 16 and finally and finally he is asking the believers that if you want if you don't want to be enticed or get get into wrong teachings you have to be stable and how you can be stable you can only be stable if you are growing in the grace and knowledge of lord and savior jesus christ if you are not growing in grace and knowledge if you are not maturing your life spiritually if you are just staying in the same spiritual level then you will be unstable then you will believe whatever you will hear uh, once you will hear this uh, some some type of doctrine and the other day you will hear the another type of doc doctrine from the same words which was happening uh, by the letters of paul so how to avoid that you can avoid that by being stable which happens by growing in the grace of by growing in the grace and knowledge of lord and savior jesus christ so grace and knowledge goes hand in hand we know what grace is grace means unmerited favor right uh, I, i i think i spoke it before the difference between grace and mercy grace means uh, that we got something that we don't deserve and mercy means that we didn't get something that we deserved which means we deserved the wrath of god we deserved the hell but we didn't get it so that is mercy but what is grace that is unmerited favor it says besides this you know the time the hour the hour has come for you to wake from sleep for salvation is near when we first believed the night is far gone the day is at hand so then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light let us walk properly as in the daytime not in or orgies and drunkenness not in sexual immorality and sensuality not in quarreling and jealousy but put on the lord jesus christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires so we here paul is emphasizing the same thing that the hour is at hand we have to wake from our sleep the salvation each and every passing day is a day closer to salvation to the salvation to be revealed in Christ Jesus so each we can say each and every passing day is a day closer to the appearing of our lord jesus christ which is a glorious thing for those who are yearning for the appearing of the lord jesus christ but it is a dreadful day for those who are not saved and for those who are also not yearning for his day so it is a really challenging words for believers especially if we if we say that we that i am a believer and if i am not yearning for the day of the lord for the coming of the lord then we should really question that am i really living for the lord if i am living for the lord then i then i am just waiting when will he come and when will i see him and when will he take take me with him and he is also contrasting many different things over here which is again uh, the idea of holiness uh, he is contrasting that Uh, put off the works of darkness cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of life we contrasting darkness and light he first con contrasted to wake up not to be sleeping but to wake up and putting off the works of darkness to putting on the armor of light and he is uh, again uh, contrasting between the works of uh, flesh and putting on the putting on lord jesus christ so let us uh, remember these words and uh, be mature be mature in our spiritual life be stable in our spiritual life grow in the knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ and at the end let us put on lord jesus christ 
to whom be all glory and all majesty forever and ever. Amen.